0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. GHD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: A on Townsquare media station. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer center and you we were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the out in the weight room. You were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room.
2: Good morning. Welcome into to the Martin Houston Show. On Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show. With Martin and Xavier also broadcasting on the Martin Houston Radio Network on social media, including Facebook uh, with Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal page, Alabama Tradition, X's and O sports, Tide 100.9. As well as on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston35. Join us at all those various uh, outlets and uh, join the conversation via chat uh, if you're on the social media uh, radio network. Or, hey, the traditional way, give us a call at 205 342 9904. 205 342 9904. That's the Alabama One hotline. It's open for business on this wild card Wednesday. want to invite you to get in on the conversation. The only thing that we have that we are going to talk about is we're going to finish that conversation from yesterday. Uh, regarding uh, Alabama's quarterback room. We started yesterday talking about Bryce Young a little bit and his Heisman chances. And so we'll circle back on that a little bit, move into this quarterback room. Uh, and uh, had an interesting question as we were going off the air uh, regarding uh, what's more likely to happen after Bryce Young. Are we more likely to have a a uh, quarterback drafted into the first round or a wide receiver into the first round. So if you want to uh, circle back on any of that conversation, you're welcome to do so. But on this Wild Card Wednesday, I know recruiting is up. Big news for me yesterday. Potential big news today. Uh, we'll have X uh, in here in a moment to help us uh, break that down. And uh, we'll also <clears throat> also look at some topics from around the uh, uh, NCAA uh, coach, Iowa's head coach, Northwestern's head coach, talking about their concerns over the condition of college football, uh, which kind of reiterates what everybody else is saying. Uh, But Nick Saban seemed to be the one that got the national headlines because of the way he brought the topic to the table. But are college coaches as a whole concerned about the direction of college football Uh, We can talk about that. Uh, Missed this last week, but I did during some reading last night uh, that the NCAA is looking at (coughs) putting up uh, some windows for recruiting uh, that would allow players to only transfer uh, at certain times. So uh, will that transfer portal window help uh, with some of the concerns around college football? Uh, as well as we kind of move throughout. And then Alabama guys getting on all types of um, watch lists. We can talk about that. Uh, we can also uh, – is, is uh, Julio Jones uh, going to finally get that uh, Super Bowl trophy as Julio Jones was picked back up yesterday, uh, signed uh, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, joins forces with Tom Brady can to the two old hands get the, the Buccaneers back to uh, the glory land. And then of course, right guy you hate it for. Um, Just linebackers really struggled. Uh, Dylan Moses. uh, Can he get back and get another chance? So all of those topics and a lot more, uh, that we can talk about on this wild card Wednesday. So remember that this Wednesday, like every other day, is the day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad and take some time today to know that someone loves someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Um, I got um, a user on Facebook asking, what do you think about the talk with Texas A&M X, welcome into the show. Do you know what he's referring to? I'm going to have to just ask him. We need a little clarification on what What do you think about the talk with Texas A&M? Uh, you're going to have to uh, tell me what you're talking about there, uh, and we'll dig a little deeper. Unless you know exactly what they're referring to, X. Uh,
3: good morning. I, I do not know what they're referring to. This is news to me as well.
2: Okay. Well, hey, listen, I know we got a lot to get to. I know we got some recruiting news that, that that people uh will be anxiously waiting to 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 hear uh Alabama getting a big recruit yesterday. So, we'll save that um uh for a little later in the program, so uh but be ready to break that down. You 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 you're my in-house recruiting guy, so uh I I don't keep up with it quite as close uh Especially now that I, I can pick your brain when I wanna know what's going on. But when we when we look at that quarterback conversation from yesterday, uh, we'll bring Joe in on it. Uh Joe, yesterday we did a little true false, gonna bring back, of course, you know, we have true false and we have uh deal, no deal, several other topics that we that we that we do kinda on a regular would you rather all those things gonna start coming back as we get closer to uh, kicking off the season, but Joe, yesterday started off with kind of a question around Bryce Young. Would he do? Would he be fifty five thousand, Joe? So we think about that. Uh, you can give me a, a quick true true or false on that. And if he doesn't, because Xavier and David, uh, 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 I mean uh, DC um, DC didn't think so. And so my follow up to that was, will he win the Heisman? Uh, if he has less stats? Uh, Doesn't mean he has a worse season, but he could have less stats due to a lot of different things. Uh, So would that hurt his chances and make it less likely? Because we've heard voters come out flat out and say it's a quarterback, you know, award. It's a stat award. So does that hurt him? Uh, And then our follow-up to that was what's more likely – to happen after Bryce Young, who's going to get? Will, will we have a wide receiver go in the first round next? Uh, after our a quarterback? Which one of those positions? Since we had this little run on quarterbacks and uh, wide receivers going in the first round uh, here, uh, got a little streak going. So which one would be next? So, but uh, so I, I, I kind of bring you in on that, Joe. Uh, Fifty-five thousand, true or false?
4: Uh, I'm gonna go with true. He only needs three, three more touchdowns, and what's that, like a hundred and uh, thirty-eight yards or so
2: more for I, that
4: five thousand?
2: Was uh, it was it and, Was it thirteen or a hundred and thirteen? I can't remember if it was yeah forty-eight
3: seventy-two last year. Forty-eight seventy-two, so one hundred
2: thirty-eight yards. So, so yeah, you're you know one twenty-eight. Sorry, my they think, Do it now. One twenty eight, one twenty eight, yeah, one twenty eight, yeah. So, 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 he was almost there, man. That's huge. And you and I count on the same boat. X, uh, you, you, t- tell your reason why you didn't think he may get there.
3: I don't know if he'll get there due to we don't, and it's not a knock on any of these guys. We don't know what the production level is going to be from a Jermaine Burton and a Tyler Harrell plus. Uh, the younger guys stepping up, whether that's Brooks, Holden, Earl, Leary, we don't know. But we do know with a, a Jameer Gibbs and a healthy Chase McClellan and Roydale Williams and Trey Sanders that you might see more uh, more success from the running backs this year.
2: And, and, and let me, And I didn't get to give this reason yesterday that I thought that even though we may use the running game more, X I didn't give you guys why I thought he still may win it. I think he still could win it and get I mean not win it, but get to those yards because of our defense. The one thing we're not talking about is is the fact that if our defense is as good as we say they are, he'll get a lot more possessions when you add it up over fifteen games. If our defense is as good as we think they can be. And you say he just get say he gets two, three more possessions earlier in the game, right? Even though we may be blowing people out, Saban still – I don't care how much you blow people out, Saban still doesn't pull his starting quarterback to a certain point, even if he pulls him. And so I think this defense could get him the ball back a lot sooner, a uh, lot quicker, and, and um, you know – Uh, a, a team, but um, he's still, I mean, not as good a wide receivers, but he still has the guys out there who can get the job done. So uh, that's kind of just the thoughts there. Uh, but real quick, let, let, let's uh, in this quarterback room, Ex, kind of tell me what you see from the Alabama quarterback room. Uh, you can start with Bryce, but we kind of know what we got in him.
3: Yeah, when you look at these guys, I see three different skill sets, and I like to I like to try, when possible, compare them to NFL players that you can see the potential in them. When you look at Bryce, you see a guy like a Russell Wilson who has the ability to move around and scramble but tends to look to go down the field first, and so I think that's what you have with Bryce, a very, very smart a very calculated quarterback that likes to get the ball down the field, but will take off when necessary. It might be a last resort, but he will do it because he has the ability. Then you go to a guy in Jalen Milro and you think Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. We haven't seen it all, but he, he's been rumored to be one of the fastest guys, is not the fastest guy on the team. So you look at that speed, and then
2: we've seen And undoubtedly, be one of the strongest. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and we've seen videos of him in the weight room, and it makes you go, okay, this dude is extremely strong, so he has a essence of power to his game. And when, we, when I look at Ty Simpson, purely off of physical stature, because we haven't seen anything yet on the field besides the spring game, you look more of a, a Baker Mayfield-type build, arm strength, things of that nature. So those are the three guys that they remind me of the most. And so I think you have three very talented skill sets. You're talking about two guys, skill set-wise, that have won uh, one one a Heisman Trophy. Uh, two of them have either won the MVP, been the MVP conversation. And so that's what I look at when I see those guys. Yeah. Uh,
2: Joe, what's your thoughts on the quarterback room?
4: I think the quarterback room is very, very strong. I mean, I know we don't want anything to happen to our uh, newly twenty-one-year-old Bryce Young, but I, I think the quarterback room looks very strong. I'm, I'm, I feel, uh, I feel confident in all in all three of the guys that we have.
2: Yeah, and what's interesting, I I, I would add maybe to Bryce Young. Bryce Young, kind of, if you take a, if you take away his stature uh, and style of play. I would say, stature-wise, another guy he reminds me of when he's in the pocket would be Drew Brees, um, and in 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 his because of his height, still being able to find the passing lanes and how he does that really good. But I think he really does play like the guy he 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 models himself after, and he he himself says he models himself after. And do what now? Uh, and, and so in terms of Rodgers, he seemed, that seems to be a guy he models himself after. And I think he has a little bit of that. I totally agree with you on Jalen Milrow uh, in terms of what he brings to the table. And uh, I ask you guys a question, and you guys can just say yes, yes, and then we'll, we'll prepare to get the break after I hit Ty Simpson. But uh, Jalen Milrow, to me uh, – I, I circle back on the guy who said that we couldn't win a national title if we lost Bryce Young, we wouldn't survive that. I'm going to tell you, if Georgia can win a title <laughs> with uh with Stetson would you right now, knowing what you know, would you take Jaylen Miro or Stetson Bennett uh if you were Alabama football? Even though he's won a national title.
3: Because of potential I'm going Jalen because like, he brings more to the table, and like like we've talked earlier, that defense—if they play up to their potential—right this year, it, it could be really scary on that front. So I'm going to go with Jalen.
2: What about you?
4: Yeah, I I, I love what Jalen Melrose brings to the table. So I'd feel uh, pretty confident if we had to play him uh, and, and taking mm-hmm. a, t- taking us very—I think he'd
2: take us very far. Yep. And I agree. And then of course, Ty Simpson, I think Ty Simpson, uh, is going to be really, really, uh, a really, really good quarterback. Uh, the question is, uh, is he gonna, is he gonna make it? He's a coach's kid. So, you know, he kind of has that football IQ and then he, he, and I hate when people say this, uh, but they, they say he's sneaky athletic. He's just athletic, uh, and, and more so, and I think more of an athlete, more of a, a runner than most people have given him credit for. Uh, and then, of course, we, we had even talked about the the kid that, you know, the, the well, he won't be on this year's team. But uh, you, you're looking at him from a, uh, looking down the road. And I had two things pop in my head at once. That whole conversation of which guys we're more likely to have. uh as the next first rounder, will it be a quarterback or will it be a wide receiver? As we go to break, Joe, does the streak end after uh, Bryce Young this year uh, or will one of these wide receivers we have on this year's roster uh, that comes back next year uh, be a guy that keeps the streak going? From a wide receiver or a quarterback uh, first-round pick.
3: Uh, I mean, I, go ahead, Xavier. All right, well, I, I'm I'm still going to lean wide receiver just because of the number of options that you had Where I think it might take if it's Jalen, if it's Ty, if it's one of the younger guys, it still might take a couple. Years.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and that's 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 the question. If if Harold and or Burton comes back next year, then I say wide receiver. If they both leave this year, then I say the next one will probably be one of those quarterbacks that we just talked about because then they become eligible uh, or Milro, they become eligible. So it's really based on how they play it out. But anyway, we'll keep that conversation going. Coming back on the other side, uh, we'll review a couple comments and X, be ready. tie to-
1: 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks or extra problems are reported on the roadways this morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day, give me a call 205 886 8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray tide
0: 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. The weather hot and humid today, partly to mostly sunny with only a few isolated showers this afternoon, the high 95. For tonight, fair with the low at 76. Tomorrow, partly sunny, a chance of widely scattered afternoon showers, the high 94. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's
2: 75 degrees in
0: Tuscaloosa.
2: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com.
0: Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904. Tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook.
2: Welcome back into the Martin Houston show. I want to remind you to go check out the great folks over at Alabama One. Alabama One has a great promotion going on. More car for your cash, more truck for your buck, uh, based on which one you need. If you want that low interest rate, but want to pay it off, uh, in a short time period, we can get you as low as 1.99. If you want to get that payment, uh, down, got, hey, you got a lot of child care bills coming up. You got, uh, I'm a daycare, all that stuff. You have uh, maybe have a kid in the college or whatever, and you just want to pay a lower monthly payment. Hey, on a used car, you can get up to 84 months. On a new car, you can get up to 96 months. Either way, we'll help you get the payment that you want with the terms you want and the interest rate you want. That's Alabama One. Go to alabamaone.org. And while you're there, also click on our insurance banner. You can save money there. As well, bundle and save in the same place, all your home and auto in the same place. That's right. That's at dot All right, hey, X, um, uh, the the, uh, the Facebook user there, uh, I'll let you welcome him into the Martin Houston show. But he, he, he said he disagrees with me. Uh, he said, I respectfully disagree. Saban will pull his quarterback if they are if they are up enough points. He doesn't want to chance risking his health over points. That's just him as a coach. Now, I personally, one hundred percent, totally disagree with that. Saban, he's not about points for him. I think it's just that pro mentality. He's never really pulled his quarterbacks um, when he could when the game was clearly out of hand, he tends to play them. The only time I've seen him do this, and it'll be interesting to see if he does it this year, was with Tua and Jalen.
3: Yeah, shout out to my boy Gavin Cox. He's a local comedian on his way to making it big. Uh, was in a pretty bad car wreck last night. Prayers for you, man. Hope you get the feeling right. better. Um,
2: be praying for him. But,
3: uh, yeah, Gav, he, he he doesn't tend to pull them too early. There's times Alabama's up 35, 40 points and the starter's still in just because of Nick Saban's pro mentality when it comes to how the, uh, how the quarterback is played. No matter the score, up until a certain point, that guy's going to be in the game. But it will be interesting to see if he does that with Milro or Simpson. It just really depends on who's the true number two this year and right. getting that guy ready for next year.
2: All right. Well, XA, I turn it to you, kind of uh, uh, update our listeners on uh, what's going on in the recruiting world. Uh, you and Joe are definitely more in tune to that than I am.
3: Yeah. Today we have two separate uh, commitments coming that Alabama is involved in. You have Malik Bryant, who for a long time was had Alabama as as his lead. Recently, it's been talks of Miami, and he was supposed to commit this past Saturday. He pushed it back till today, so at 11 o'clock hour time, he will be committing between Alabama, Florida, and Miami are the the big three.
2: Who is he? You remember?
3: Uh, He's star,
2: -star five-star linebacker. You and Pat know who he is by the name. Most people don't know who that who who is this guy you talk about? The <laughs> pushback that we made good today. He's a five he's a five star
3: linebacker, very talented uh, kid out of South Florida. Uh, he goes to IMG right now, so I think it'd be interesting to see if he pulls the trigger and ends up coming to Alabama. And the interesting thing about it is he. It was rumored that the safety that committed to Georgia last week was a Miami lock. and Right after he commits to Georgia, Malik moves his uh, commitment date. And uh, it, so it's going to be interesting if Malik chooses Alabama, if he sticks with Miami, who has supposedly become his favorite, or if he ends up with Florida. But the also the interesting part is five-star safety Caleb Downs out of Georgia – is committing thirty minutes later, so at eleven thirty central time, he will be committing, and he is down between Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. And it, the talks are that Alabama is in the lead, Ohio State's a close second, while Georgia's kind of falling back to the pack after taking a safety commitment
2: this past week. Okay, uh, and then of course Alabama had big news from yesterday.
3: Yes, uh f- five-star cornerback out of Clay Chalkville. And I am so sorry I cannot pronounce his name, but he's a 2024 uh, player. Uh, Joe, do, do you know how to pronounce his name correctly? I don't want to mess it yeah. up. Mbakwe. Mbakwe. What, Joe?
2: <laughs> what did you say, Joe? Uh, his
3: last <laughs> name is Mbakwe. Mbappe. Okay. So, yeah, I, I didn't want to butcher the young
2: another, man's name. It, another, another form of Jalen uh, <laughs> is the first yeah. name. Uh, J A Y L E N Embakwe out of uh, Clay Chalkville. So, um, interesting with the, with, you think about this commitment, guys, with him being the state's number one overall player, not coming out to 2024 in the defensive backfield that Alabama's getting. This guy, I think this kid's letting it be known. I'm not afraid of competition, because you would think any, if any time there was a time to delay as a DB, it would be with the class that Alabama is potentially uh, gonna sign. Uh, uh, again, so one more time, Xavier, in case somebody just joined the program, tell them uh, who the uh, big announcements are, what the position are, and uh, when they're gonna be uh, committing. Uh, and, and and give you a prediction and I'll let Joe give his.
3: Yes. Uh, today you have Malik Brown, five-star linebacker out of Florida. He is committing at 11 Central time, and I'm going to say he sticks with one of the Florida schools. Would not be surprised with Alabama, but I think he stays in the state of Florida and then with five-star safety Caleb Downs out of Georgia. I think he is committing to the Crimson Tide and of course Jalen Mbakwe, five-star corner, in the 2024 class commits to Alabama yesterday.
2: All right, Joe, you have any thoughts on on where those guys may go? I think
4: Xavier's got a pretty good read on it. I think the uh, I think Malik Bryant's probably going to end up uh, at Miami and I think that Caleb Downs is pretty much in the
2: bag for the Crimson Tide. All right. Well, hey, listen, I'll lean on you guys and we'll we'll verify it tomorrow for sure as we'll bring Hank into the conversation right on the Martin Houston show going to get the break here, coming back on the other side, we're going to answer uh, Gavin's question. Uh, and we're also praying for Gavin. As he said, he's streaming while in the hospital bed. So we prayed it all as well there uh, and appreciate you being on there. Here's his question, guys, uh, kind of why do we think Saban keeps his quarterbacks in? And he went on to ask, do you all not think it's crazy when we're up 35 to 40 points and, all caps, not poor Bryce, or our first string at that time, asking from you guys for professional opinions. So uh, we'll answer that coming back out on the other side and then continue the conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show.
0: This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update.
3: I'm Kim Rankin, and here's your Tide Sports Update. Senior linebackers Jalen Moody and Henry Toa Toa were named to the 2022 butkus award preseason watch list alabama and fanatics have teamed up to create an alabama merchandise shop inside of bryant denny stadium called the authentic nick saban released a statement in support of john mechie after his recent leukemia diagnosis
0: this has been a town square media tide 100.9 sports update for more info on these stories and more download the tide 100.9 app Tide 100.9 traffic.
1: From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks or problems reported on the roadways this morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day, give me a call, 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain
2: Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the...
0: into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and O Sports Xavier Houston.
2: Hey, welcome back into the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Hey, don't forget about Taco Casa. Taco Casa is a choice for you to make. the choice for you to make for lunch and a dinner today. Go check them out at uh there's six locations in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama to better serve you and one up in Birmingham off of Lake Shore Drive. That's Taco Lake Shore Drive. That's taco casa taco casa.com. All right, uh, X, I'll let you respond to to Gavin's question. Uh, do you think it's crazy when we're up by thirty-five to forty points and we don't pull Bryce and/or our other first-string uh, uh, guys at that time? Uh,
3: yes, I mean, you, now I will say this: if it's a, if it's a bad team, a a, a lower-tier, non-power-five school, you normally see Coach Saban pull the guys earlier. But you tend to see in the SEC games, the the power five and non-conference games, they they play a little longer. And it's not that he, he doesn't pull them. Sometimes you see going into the fourth, these guys get pulled. But you, you see other schools, as soon as the game's out of reach, they're pulling starters and things of that nature. It's, it's the NFL mindset. You watch an NFL game, which there aren't a ton of blowouts, but normally when there are, you see the starters get pulled later in those games than you do at any other level. And coach Saban kind of keeps that same mindset.
2: And so the question I asked both of you, did that mindset potentially um, when we had numerous chances this past season to get the backup wide receivers, uh, more playing time, and we did not have those guys ready when the championship game rolled around.
3: You, you can say that, yes. Uh, of course, you never expect injuries, or you never you can never plan for injuries. You you always know you, they're part of the game. But yeah, they're think, part of the
2: game, so you should be prepared for them. And was Alabama yeah. prepared to lose their receivers? And did Alabama have plenty of time to be prepared? based on the way our season went last year. Better prepared, better prepared. Not necessarily prepared, but better prepared. I don't know if you replaced two yes. on wide receivers, but. Yeah.
3: Yes, there was definitely opportunities to have those guys better prepared. And maybe something like that is something that changes Coach Saban's mindset of getting younger guys on the field. And maybe deep, just deep in the rotation. You know, you go back to that 2017 class, those wide receivers, the, the Henry Ruggs, the Jerry Judy, and Devontae Smith, they they got a lot of game rep throughout the course of the season, whether Alabama was blowing teams out or not, and you go back and watch the national championship game, and that was very uh, integral into those guys coming in when Tua came in, because you saw them getting on the field more once Tua was in the game, and Jerry Judy was the leading receiver yards-wise that game. And Devontae Smith, of course, we know, caught the game-winning touchdown. And part of that was due to the amount of reps that they had got throughout the course of the season, whether it was a blowout or not.
2: And Najee was the leading rusher. And and I'm not sure if Leatherwood wasn't the best offensive lineman uh, in that championship game. You know, (laughs) two, two against all most of the love for that, but it was about four freshmen on that offense that came in uh, that played at an extremely high level, uh, but he, but he played those guys throughout the year. So Joe, I get your thoughts. Uh, Curtis Lewis says that mindset costs us a championship. What are your thoughts in terms of, uh, of, of that?
4: Uh, I'm in agreement with the, with the two of you, I think that, uh, I, I think that Coach Saban should should absolutely assess the rotation. I mean, part of part of what makes Alabama so great over the 15 years is how deep the, the Crimson Tide is. And I know that uh, you know Coach Saban probably uh, approaches it like these guys aren't ready. They haven't done the right things in practice all, all, all the time. They're not mature. Maybe they're not mature enough. Uh, at least I think that was the case last season specifically. But I think that uh, you kind of throw them in there. Uh, you throw them into the fire sink or swim and and, and, you know if you drop a pass well then you bring Jamison Williams right back in the game uh I think the rotation especially when you look at the wide receivers this this coming year we all know about Burton and Harrell, uh, but but really the the depth of this room, of the wide receiver room is is incredible. So you throw out guys like Aaron Anderson and guys like uh, Kendrick Law and guys like Isaiah Bond and you know d- different guys who may not be quite ready yet, but you just mix them all in. Just like Xavier was saying, uh, you, you wear down defensive backs because your receivers are essentially uh, always fresh on the field. Uh, I I I think that Coach. Xavier Saban could, could assess uh, assess his uh, philosophy a little bit and, and, and use the depth that he recruits uh, a little bit more effectively and, and, and essentially it would work out better in the long
2: run. Yeah, and of course anybody listening to us may be saying, are these guys crazy? Look how many championships we won." <laughs> this is not about championships. This is about, I'm just talking about last year when it, when it finally cost us. Because, you know, think about Saban's fortunes. We've had one starting quarterback, I think, get hurt in his entire uh, 15 years, where he lost a starting quarterback to injury and in Tua. Uh, no other starter has missed a game uh, from from a quarterback standpoint, which is amazing. Uh, from 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 my recollection, there may be one somewhere along the line, but I don't remember it. Um, and, and and guys, Virgin Williams saying he was thinking that that. Uh, I'm going to disagree with his statement because I don't remember it, but you guys may, you you guys are younger, may have a better memory. He says, maybe it's revisionist memory, but I feel like Saban pulled starters when he first got here, which meant when someone graduated, we had next man up ready. Am I wrong? And I'm going to say I don't ever remember him pulling guys, but I could be wrong. What are you guys' thoughts on that?
3: I, I can't remember off the top of my head if he did it more or we were blowing teams out more, uh, so it might have seemed that way. I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that. Yeah. Um, and,
2: uh, you know, and I don't remember. And C.J. Watson says, don't let it get lost that Hall and maybe some others didn't play as much because of effort and attitude and practice. Hall was responsible for his lack of playing time uh, and, the, and the gap between one, two, and three, than the rest of the group. Um, well, it, it, but, but you know, and then this is Martin playing devil's advocate, C.J. Watson. Here's the question. Did Hall develop that attitude at what point? Did he develop that attitude coming out of the summer? Did he develop that attitude four or five games in when he saw plenty of opportunity to have gotten in, at least in scrub conditions, and didn't get it? Then he became a cancer, became negative. That's the part we don't know. I know that Nick Saban doesn't play backups, okay? Um, and so uh, when when I look at at, at at what happened to to all of these guys, I'm not talking about. Hall. You're telling me not, he needs to. Re- Excuse me. If all of his players are have that type of attitude, guys, does he not re- need to reassess who's he's signing? If they all were, if 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 all of the guys that we just named, uh, just looking at last year, had that type of problem, is Saban recruiting it the wrong type of player? Then,
3: yeah, I, yeah, that that's that's just what you would need to do if it's all about all if it's all the players' mindset.
2: Yeah, if that's if that's what's going on. So, hey, uh, it's it's a Wildcard Wednesday, X, and I I know that you had some news uh, on, on a former Bama player that you wanted to bring into the conversation. So I'll toss it to you to bring that in.
3: Yes, uh, Birmingham Style Championship running back Bo Scarborough is getting an opportunity to work out with the New Orleans Saints, and I think that might be a good fit for him. As you have. Kamar, you have Ingram you have getting up there in age. those still very young and, and still has a lot of gas in the tank, as is proven this spring. So I think that's a good opportunity for him. But the crazy thing about this is if he can make this roster, that will make all five running backs, scholarship running backs, on the 2017 team in the NFL, which I don't know if there's ever been a team that had five running backs all – all get carries and snaps the same year in the NFL at the same time.
2: Uh, and if they did, it was two guys and not five. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, 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 List off the three running backs again from, from that would be at, at, at the Saints.
3: It'd be, <laughs> yeah, uh, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and potentially mm-hmm. those Scarborough. The five guys who all. Or oh, three guys who all play with the University of Alabama at
2: one point. That would be impressive, and, and you know, uh, and Curtis hit it, it. Bo's thing isn't Bo's talent. Bo's uh, thing is health. If he can stay healthy, correct, um, uh, he he will. He would definitely, um, uh, I think, can contribute and win. And once again, um, you know, um, the 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 good part on um, Bo and. Of course, uh, Vincent Boulding, the MVP of the championship game, signed with the Arizona Cardinals as a wide receiver. More guys are getting in there. So it looks like the USFL actually uh, may be the league that finally got it right uh, in terms of a a, a pro team, uh, a pro league uh, in the way they did things. Uh, the question now is, will these guys' bodies hold up from a uh, USFL season into the NFL season? Now, that's the next litmus test for them. Uh, X, I'll give you closing thoughts. And, Joe, I'll give you closing thoughts uh, before we bring Scotty Hollins in. Uh, for.
3: Yeah, when you look at the – we talked about the quarterback room and everything of that nature. I think you have three very talented guys, and I think Alabama can win. With all three guys, of course, you never want anything to happen to your starter. As you said, uh, two has been the only starting quarterback that has had any serious injury during his time at Alabama. But I think this group, these three guys, given the opportunity, can play winning football for the university.
2: Other thoughts, Joe?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think Alabama looks very strong in his quarterback room. Anytime you bring back a a Heisman Trophy-winning quarterback, you are going to be feeling good about your chances. But I like what we have even behind Bryce Young.
2: Yeah, Bryce Young um, uh, on every award list, Mr. Football, Mr. SEC, Mr. Heisman, Mr. Everything, uh, playing behind a better offensive line uh, with a better running game. I don't know if his top-end guy – will be as good as Williamson, but I think potentially you could have uh, three or four guys as good as he had last year uh, in the wide receiver core. I think you have better options at running back, and I think you have better options at tight end. And because of that, I think Heisman uh, uh, visit to New York is in the picture with a 55,000 season for Mr. Bryce Young. First one to do that. First one to win a Heisman, and maybe the second guy to win back-to-back. That's my thoughts on uh, Mr. Bryce Young. Happy birthday, happy 21. Roll Tide, and coming back on the other side, we'll bring in Scotty Hollins with Blueprint Ministries with the Johnson & Marshall Dentistry Christian Moment
1: of the Week. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks or problems reported on the roadways this morning. Of course, if you do see conditions throughout the day, give me a call two zero five eight eight six eighty eight eighty six. 205-886-8886. All prices on used vehicles have been slashed through the end of the month at and Nissan, your hometown dealer. And I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Wednesday morning. Catalytic converter thefts have been increasing across Tuscaloosa and the state the last few months. have have drawn the attention of TPD. Just since mid-April, 78 have been stolen in the city. Since June 1st, 40 have been heisted. These are after precious metals like rhodium, platinum, and palladium. The problem has become so bad, Tuscaloosa police forming a special task force. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media,
2: Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom carving at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Carbing LLC.
0: Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9
2: app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's the Alabama one hotline that you'll be hearing. Mr. Scotty Hollins, executive director of Blueprint Ministries in just a moment, but remember that we're able to do this because of our great sponsors. And want to thank Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com dot com. Hey, time for the Johnson Marshall Dentistry Christian Moment of the Week. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Hey, man. I'll toss it to you to encourage us how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom, classroom, or our chosen field of play, sir.
5: Awesome man! Hey, listen, we are gonna finish up our series. We've been on a series for the last really month or so, a couple months. Um, just the uh, the 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 power of optimism and, and looking at the life of Paul and seeing how um, you know all the stuff he went through as he as he uh, persevered through very difficult circumstances. How he didn't just survive those things, Martin. <clears throat> he thrived in the midst of those things. So I, I wanted to kind of just give a, a quick little recap and then go into the final final stretch here. Uh, we talked about how uh, life is about 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. And then we talked about the way you see a circumstance or situation impacts how you respond. You combine that with A.W. Tozer's quote, he says, the most important thing about you is what you believe about God, because that becomes the lens through which you see all of life. And we talked about kind of that, that kind of, you know, the, the lens that we see through all of life through impacts how we respond <laughs> to the 90% that happens to us. And so, um, you know, we have to think about what is, you know, as we look at Paul's life, we've, we've looked at his secret and we've seen, hey, this guy didn't just, you know, look at life through the lens of of, of, of Christ, but Christ literally was his life. And so I, I want to um, look at one final passage that I think communicates that uh, as clearly as any other passage we've looked at. Uh, Philippians 4.13, one of the most popular passages, everybody quotes it. You'll see it on football players, uh, you know, their armbands as they they write the you know on their tape uh, on their wristbands um, during the during the game. You'll see Philippians four thirteen, and, and the passage says, as most of you guys are aware of, it says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." I going to give you quick in three three four minutes, kind of a little context in what Paul was saying, and then I want to kind of tie it into kind of our, our closing our series. Here it is: pa- Paul was going through some difficult times. Paul said, leading up to that verse. So Philippians 4, uh, 12, he says, hey, I've had times where I didn't have enough food to eat, and I've had times where I've had plenty. But he says I've learned a secret of contentment, whether well fed or hungry, whether having more than I need or not enough. And his secret was, or is, that he could do all things through Christ who strengthens him. And so, so quickly, what he was saying was, I mean, our whole our whole series has been the power of optimism, like, and, and the impact that optimism can have on the way we face life and the way we focus on the day and the way we win this day, okay? Well, Paul was saying in this situation, he's had days where he was starving, and he's had days where he had all that he needed, but he had a secret, Martin, and this secret wasn't a secret that no one else could know. It was a secret that most people just hadn't figured out, and his secret hmm. was that, listen, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, let, let me take another another step, another layer. So so what Paul was saying was the average person, and Martin, you and I can, we can be average sometimes, can't we? The average person Absolutely. gets their strength, gets their strength from their circumstance. So the average person, when they had, you know, nothing to eat, would be down in the, in the dump. The average person, when they had more than they needed, they would have a great day, and that would be just enough, you know. But what he was saying was he's got a secret, and his secret is life will give you a roller coaster. Lots of ups, lots of downs, you know. But he says his secret of contentment is I don't get my strength from my circumstances. He says, I get my strength from my savior. You follow that? And so what he was getting at was, Hey, I can be consistent. I can be content. If, I, if, I, if things are great, I'm not going to get the big head. Why? I don't get my strength from my circumstances. I'll enjoy the, the great circumstances. But I don't get my strength from that. If things are tough, Hey, I'm not going to get down to the dumps. Why? Cause I don't get my strength from that. I get my strength from my savior. Although, you know, so so so. Listen, our circumstances are ever changing. Always, our Savior is never changing. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He says, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you." And so He's saying, "I'm going to find my strength in the Savior who has loved me, who has died for me, who have, who, have, who, have, who I've I've accepted as my Lord and Savior, and who i follow faithfully, and who uh who who will never leave me nor forsake me." And so, understand this. You always, Martin, introduced me by saying, "Hey." you know, tell us how to, you know, you know, put our faith into practice in, in you know, on, on the, uh, in our chosen field of play in the boardroom or the classroom. Well, understand this. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that means in the classroom, I can do that through Christ who strengthens me. I, you know, whether it's boardroom or whether it's the chosen field of play, I can, I can see that through the, the lens of Christ and I, and I can get my strength from Christ. To, no matter how difficult things are, persevere through that and not just survive it, but to, to thrive in the midst of it. So, the ultimate optimist, I believe, one of my favorites, is Paul. And this was his mindset. This was his, the way he saw life. Yeah.
2: hey, oh, I, I love that example. As you were talking, uh, when you were talking about through the ups and downs the roller coasters, uh, mm-hmm. God gave me an image of, you ever seen a leveler? Uh, like when you construction i don't do much construction but when you're trying to get that trying to get that board level or that yeah. whatever you're building level you put that you know the leveler on there and that little bubble goes back and forth and then you know when you're yep. leveling yep. well when you have the Holy spirit in you he's that leveler uh no Ooh, matter what circumstance true. you're going through Scotty uh if you allow him to lead you through it, He'll strengthen you through it. So if you're weak on the left side, he'll bring that up and bring it back Ooh. up level if you're weak on the right. So that that was the image I kept getting when you were talking. So thanks, bro, for, for that. Breacher, and, Breacher. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, tell them where they can find you, Scotty.
5: Absolutely. You can go to you can send me a message there. It comes straight to my email.
2: Man, I'm telling you, if you're out there and you're looking for a great speaker to come share, uh, call Scotty Hollins. He'll do you right because uh, he leans on the Lord uh, and he loves people. So uh, bring him in. Uh, and if you uh, need more information, just reach out to us or check him out at his website. Uh, thanks, Scotty. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you, Martin. All right. Thanks, X. We'll catch you back um, on tomorrow. Have a blessed day. Uh, and uh, that's X with X's and O's sports, but he's a regular part of the Martin Houston show, the so Martin and Xavier and of course Joe uh, our producer uh, and a brand manager uh, Cup of Joe coming up uh, today uh, as well at 11 o'clock hey, it's Tide 109 stay here all day long for all the great sports coverage, remember this trust in the Lord always, lean out, you don't understand always acknowledge him and he will, direct your path throw Tide out there everybody
3: throughout the years